Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For a limited time, buy any Rexona products from Chemist Warehouse to be in to win 10k in travel vouchers. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, Friday, Friday, it's here. Wow, we week's flowing by just Izzy and Kempe having some fun on SCNZ. 18th of November, Joe in the hot seat. Neeps, aroha, good morena to you. Hope you're well. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. You know the lines, you know how to get in touch. We love to hear from you. You make the morning fly by. Flyby and shout out to Timmy, Timmy from Christchurch, one of our long-time listeners and callers. Caught up with him yesterday. It was awesome to put a face to name, brother, and catch up with you. Hope your golf game was good. You absolute burglar. Did you end up winning? I had to leave. I had to leave straight after. I had a little charity event yesterday, Kempi, uh, raising money for Gut Foundation, which is obviously. Cancer in the body, gut cancer, and uh, it was an awesome day out yesterday. Um, busy, busy day out. Had sick kids at home and <laughs> trying to wing them that in and straight home and relieving the babysitter. But uh, we got it done. 
We got it done, but it was awesome to catch up with you. Kempe, Morena, how you doing, brother? Morena, Morena, bro. Yeah, no, all good. All good. Bit of, bit of rain came in yesterday. Uh, oh, yes, no, I heard, deep, mate. Oh, okay. Was it yuck up there? It's uh, it's not too bad this morning, but it's meant to be raining all week. So, um, yeah, it's crazy crazy weather patterns at the moment. Mm. Um, but no, mate, good note, same good day yesterday, busy day. Got a bit done. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the week. I can't believe it went so quick too, mate. Friday today, fun Friday. I love Fridays. They're a heap of fun. Fridays are good. Yeah. Fridays are good. And we got some good, we got some good guests today. We've actually had some... A r- some real good guests this week, um, celebrating the Ferns, of course. Uh, the All Blacks team coming out overnight. Uh, we'll get your thoughts mm. on that, Izzy. That was um, that was really interesting. interesting. I thought there was a couple of uh, selections in there, which are left field, but uh, I like how they put Geordie Barrett back to 12. My man. Wouldn't be an All Black selection with a, a little bit of a left field kind of combination. The unknown, we don't know what's happening. But anyway, Mark Talia has done enough to force his way in the starting side uh, for a second game running, and uh, this will be his, wow, he's only played one match, so this will be a hell of a big match for the for the young man, but no doubt he'll be right up for it. He is a silky runner, and uh, he's ticking all the boxes in terms of a fantastic winger. Uh, be, and I have to apologise, look, yesterday I was meant to do 33 lengths, but honestly I had the worst day, the busiest day, I'm going to get in the pool today, I promise you, straight after this, Arlo's at home sick, and then, well, Tilly, <laughs> she's just said to me, I don't want to go to daycare, I want to stay with you, Dad, so I've got two kids at home, I was meant to fly <laughs> to Auckland at 11 o'clock to do some filming for another charity, but I've had to cancel that, so I'll fly up later today at 6 o'clock once... Um, the babysitter's relieved because Daisy went up to Auckland yesterday. So she's a bit of a shambles, but promise you, Kempe and team, Movember, it's a hell of a cause, and I'm a man of my word, and I'll, need to get, I'll get in that pool. And you won't believe it, it's minus five out there. It's raining, <laughs> it's pouring, it's going to be a yuck swim. But hey, there's people out there struggling better or worse than me, so get your ass in that pool, and uh, the pool I will do. Uh, yeah, no, nah, we've got a big show, Kempe, and it's been an awesome week. How good is it? Like, this week's been one of my favourites. Obviously, I've been pumping up the Black Ferns tyres, and uh, there's another opportunity for our wahine this weekend, the Kiwi Ferns, to, to go one better and, and just really em- put an emphasis on the women's game, women's sport in the country and around the world. So the Black Ferns obviously getting the job done. And uh, try to get Ruby Tui on during the week. Everyone wants a piece of Ruby Tui, but she never really celebrates, never really drinks, and I don't think she has stopped all week. So she answered my message about a uh, day later. <laughs> and um, I said, oh, you're a day late, sis. But, hey, just want to pump your tyres up and keep celebrating you. Um, so we'll continue mm. to do that for as long as possible. And uh, you did right. Ian Foster's named his... Strongest side possible to take on the English at Twickenham. A player that has faced the All Blacks at Twickenham plenty times is Will Greenwood. Hell of a get. I've got a lot of time for Will. He's a well, he's a big supporter of mine when I was playing. And uh, he was an, he's an awesome commentator. He's a really astute uh, rugby mind. And uh, he's played the All Blacks at Twickenham plenty of times. And Will Greenwood, the English centre, will join us at 7am to preview this weekend's game, the final match of the All Blacks calendar year at Twickenham. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Eddie Jones, inspired English side, will be right up for that. So I'm going to, yeah, looking forward to that chat and seeing what Will Greenwood, he's a realist, has to say about that. And then racing update. We'll chat with an, uh, one of New Zealand's premier jockeys, Vinnie Colgan, as the County's Cup 
is taking place this weekend. County's Cup, bloody good lads, up on the hill, spot of live music, some nice mares hanging around, bit hard these days, but used to do a sneaky hop lap around the car track to wind up the day. That's from Richard, so he's heading along, and Cam, he messaged yesterday, I've just had a look at the field, Cam, if there's a couple of nice wee, wee equine horses running around there, so let us know. <laughs> On double eight double three, if you've got any tips, let's be lamb. If you remember that horse last year, it's went over to Australia and raced. Uh, it's back. It's back racing and some other ones. The perfect pink. I've just checked the fields. Is having another go. But we'll have a chat to Vinnie Colgan. Is riding a, a riding the favourite in the uh, Counties Cup. So looking forward to that. And a couple of days out from the biggest prize in International League Rugby League World Cup final, Australia, Australia taking on England. What a moment! This would be in Samoa in history if they can do the unthinkable. Barry McDermott, former international, spoke with Kempi earlier on, and we'll play that for you after 8 o'clock. So appreciate you getting that done this morning there, Kempi, and uh, having a chat to Baza McDermott. I'm looking forward to hearing that after 8. It Great is a guy. special moment, Kempi. Oh, I got a haircut. I got a haircut uh, late last night, and, um, mate, it was uh, he's a Samoan dude. Yeah, and I was talking to him, and he was like, "Bro, my dad's still crying. My dad's still crying. Like he he just can't believe it." And it really hit home. Like what this means. This is bigger than league. Like this is a small island down here, um, you know, in the Pacific that has had a, a, a huge amount of success in the big stage with what it's been able to produce. Not only in sport, and acting, and and just in life in mm. general. And he reckons this will be the biggest moment. Already is the biggest moment in Samoan history. But if they could go one better, oh my lord, watch out Auckland CBD, I'm hearing. Watch out Auckland CBD, I'm hearing. They're going to go up there and destroy it, mate. Oh, there's uh, there's a so lot good. going on up here, honestly. There's a lot going up. They're trying to, I guess, cordon it off and make it um, less... Oh, robust, I, I, I'd use that word, because the support mm. is very robust. It's awesome. We've seen that with the, the Tongan support every time they've played the Kiwis up here. It's something extraordinary, is he, the support? And I'll take three things away from, from this over the last few weeks. The first one is the Samoan boys that got picked in the side saying, we would like to go and emulate what Tonga have done for the islands. Mm. The mm. second one is what our friend Freddie Tuolagi said and said, well, most of these kids grow up in Australia and New Zealand and forget where they come from. So he's building yep. that cultural understanding, that significance of actually who they are. And if you've watched the socials on social media of the Samoan boys dancing and singing um, and and just living the life of a of a I guess a Samoan player with with Freddie Tuolagi, it has been something special to watch. And the last one was Ali Laltiti, who said, "Like rugby union is our national sport, but this could change the face of Samoa." Um, with you know, you think about it, they've basically got the Penrith backline in there. So rugby league has been in their face all year. When Penrith go along and win the grand final. You got you got young Crichton in there. He's been in three grand finals. The only only person to score in each grand final since Brett Kenny. That's a feat in itself. At twenty two, kicks the field goal um, at full time of the English game, knocks the hosts out, and get, gets into another grand final, which is the World Cup final. Yeah. And the Samoan family up there, Fano up there, like Ali said, could could simply switch and say, "Well, rugby league's our number one sport." I think this is actually. 
the nail in the coffin for mm. having to, to, to regrow international sport. Now, if they miss this one, like they miss the Tongan opportunity, if they miss this one this time and they don't build a Pacific Cup for next year, and, and we need a Pacific Cup for next year, who cares about anyone else? You play Pacific Cup, you invite the Indigenous, you invite the Māori into the tournament along with everyone that's up there, Fiji, the Cook Islands, Nui gets a team in there, and we play it down here in New Zealand, mate, it would be sensational. It would be sensational. Mate, honestly, Samoan sport, when you go through and rattle off the names and the Im- impact they've had on a global stage, the, the list is phenomenal. Like, the Samoan heritage, but a lot of them have been playing and residing out of New Zealand, Australia. Like, you think of Mark Hunt, the super Samoan, and what he's done in the fighting game. Um, you know, you think of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and what he's doing in the on the acting world and how inspired he's putting the Samoan flag on the map. Like you can rattle off plenty. Sonny you can race Williams, Sonny Bull Williams. Ruben Mate, like, the, the list is the list is crazy, isn't it, Joe? Like, I mean, Joe, Joe's just text through Kimpy, and look, it's it's. It's crazy, and you would have played against plenty. You would have played against plenty of um, the Samoans. Johnny Schuster. Yeah. Mm. And, and the list, like if you could rattle off off the top of your head right now, the list of names that come from that small island and have had an impact on the global stage, you could go on forever. <laughs> you could. You put a. I tell you what, that's a that's a great. Um, that's a great one to do is put together your all-time best 13, don't care who they are, what they do, whether they're actors or sports people or, or just genuine good blokes. Like even, you know, you're talking about people across the globe that are doing so – like you, you, we're not even touching on NFL, mm. Mm. you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I dare say that Finau, the golfer, mm. is someone, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, yeah, there's mate, and and I guess what this does, and and this is what Ali's basically what he said in context is, it's put some eye on the map. Like if this is our national sport that we've come out from, you know, supporting rugby union, the All Blacks, of course, because the All Blacks, you know, you've had um, so many good Samoans go through the All Blacks, like this. You'd name you'd name a, you'd name a ton of them, you know, so. I think I think this is a mate. If they get the job done, Izzy, mm, I'm mm. I'm jumping on a plane and coming down and hiding away in your little in your little because <laughs> it'd be. I think you're going to be forced. It'd be crazy, mate. It'd be absolutely. crazy. I don't think you get a flight, Kempi. No, I don't think you get a flight because there'd be that many flights trying to come in. I don't know if no, if any planes would be able to leave the Auckland uh, airport, mate. It is crazy. David Tour, you got Jimmy Thunder. Um, Brian Limar, the chiropractor, you know, and what he did for Samoan sport. There is plenty. I've played with a ton of them. Mutu Tony, Christian Inu, Henry Fafili. Goes on and on. And that that just shows, like, the importance of the islands. And and I know your good friends, Andrew Johns and and John Z, have, have talked about it. You know, have talked about the importance of the islands and the impact it has on a world stage. It is an untouched part of the world, and they provide so much. And there's no surprises that this is happening in in, in world sport, in particular with league. Mm. And that's the question to you, Kempi. Like I've asked you plenty of times: Is this a changing of the guard? 
Like, is this the, is this becoming the norm now? I'm I'm pumped because I thought the international game was dying in terms of league. You go back to previous World Cups, you know, the the quarterfinals sixty nil, sometimes the semi final forty eight two. You know, like it was mm. just one one side as anything. You knew three teams would be there. Now there's a genuine chance of four six four to six teams that could potentially push it. Fiji. Mm. Out of nowhere, pushing the Kiwis. Like, mate, the international game is flying. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And it needs to work together. One, like, obviously there's talk of state of origins dying and internationals is, is but I think there's a place for both. Oh, and they need to come together. And, and it's only going to be better for the game. 100%. And you're dead right. And it, and it is happening. Like, it's happening right under your mm. nose. It's been happening uh, for the last 14, 15 years. And we've mm. caught, we've, it's basically... Um, because the Polynesian influence that has gone into sport, it's a hell of a lot like the American sport transitioning through the 60s. And then you have the browning of the game, which we spoke about way back in the early 2000s about the browning of the game of rugby league. When I went to Newcastle in 1980, in 1988, Newcastle, yep. there was uh, maybe 2% of Polynesians playing in that competition. Now... They'd be they'd be half the competition. You think in another fourteen years, it'll be generally basically the whole competition, and this tiered system that is built and this is where the international um, they basically haven't got a clue. The tier system is built on the countries. Now the countries Samoa and Tonga, for instance, are very very small countries, and it's just a way for them to pull for the money back into the international game of 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 England and Australia mainly, and of course New Zealand that gets it because we've got a bigger population. Well, guess what? The rugby league population doesn't play in Samoa or Tonga; they play in Australia's competition. If you're gonna if you're gonna send the money in the tiered system, one can the tiered system because that's just a load of rubbish now. You've just said that, mm. and everyone knows that. But the second thing is the funding needs to go into the international game and and create international windows. Quite simply, you know, and unless they get it right this time, like I said, they missed it on the Tongan boat. And I've got to take my hat off to Jason Tomalolo because it all started with him when he decided to go back and play mm. for his country. He, he, he left Origin to come to New Zealand. He left New Zealand to go back to Tonga. And that was a seismic shift as far as um, of, of the sport went. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have someone in the final. Not this early. So um, mm. well done to Jason. Good kid, Jason. And also well done to Samoa. I wish them all the best. I would love nothing more. <laughs> Get up. Nothing more for them to get up and to see blue. Mate, every time I'm driving around Auckland, they flag, I'm fist pumping out the window. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I know you will be. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So I can't wait, mate. It's, it's going to be a big weekend. But a big weekend of sport. You know, you got the Kiwi uh, Kiwi Ferns. They're ripping up against Aussie. Uh, can Aussie go two, two zip win the men's and the women's? Let's hope not. Man, it'd be great if it's Kiwi Ferns some more. Woo. That'd be oh, crazy, though. Yeah. That would be unreal, unreal. Samoa will be flying. And just quickly, I heard a wee stat a while back about the economy in Samoa. I think it's like 40 or, look, don't don't quote me on this, but the percentage of the, the Samoan economy comes from outside athletes sending money back to the islands. Mm. And that's that's keeping, obviously they're a real big part of their families. They keep their families, well, eating uh, and and living back in, the, in their home villages. And, uh, man, they just have so much uh, impact around the world. So here we go. We're going to start with this. It's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. 
We're going to continue on the Samoan uh, heritage and the history that they've created in terms of athletes. And we want you to name your starting 13 of Samoan sports people from around the world. Kane, get up Samoa. You have plenty to say. You've been an avid supporter of them throughout this week. Name Name some Samoans that have had a huge impact in the sporting world or just around the world, global. You know, you think of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, probably one of the biggest. He's one of the best, highest-paid actors in the world. We've got NFL players that are that are doing great things over there in the NFL. Uh, you've got league, you've got rugby, you've got sevens, you've got athletics, anything. Double eight, double three on the temper bedpost text machine. Double eight, double three. Oh, eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Mate, there's plenty running around here. Julian Savia. You got Ma'a Nonu. Oh, Henry Fafili. Fafili Lavavi, mate, there's, the list can just go on, mate, and that just shows the impact that these athletes have uh, in our game and how much um, joy they bring to our shores. We appreciate it. Double eight, double three. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yes, welcome back. We asked the can't wait question of the day. We're talking Samoa and what, are, what are already they've achieved in the Rugby League World Cup. They're in the grand final, and how big would it be if they got the job done and beat Australia, it would be the biggest party in South Auckland. In Auckland, I feel, and Kempi's trying to evacuate. He reckons it's going to be chaos. It's chaos already. So we asked the question, some big, some names, Samoan athletes that have had a huge impact around the world. Not only athletes, but whatever. They could be actors, politicians, whatever. And some names have come through. David Tua. David Tiller, how good. Jerry Collins, that is from Kane. The late Jerry Collins, an absolute champion. Uh, how good, Kane. And then another one here from Rick. Don't forget Sir Michael Jones. There's a statue, bro, of him outside Eden Park from Rick. That is right. Kempi, anyone that springs to mind straight off the bat? Oh, BJ Williams. Ooh, probably, yep. probably one. Nice. I used to love watching him run around. Johnny Schuster. Played alongside him in the centres. Um, the the biggest one, the Michael Jordan Rugby League, Ali Altidi, of course. Ooh, yeah. You know, he'd be the first name I'd have down on pitch in one of my greatest teams ever. Um, yeah, of course, The Rock. You've named you've named that. Uh, everyone would know Aggie Gray of my era because <laughs> that's where <laughs> you head to. And uh, I'm pretty sure Johnny Schuster's there every Saturday still. Um, but yeah, mate, there's, oh, there's so many, so many All Blacks, so many Kiwis. Um, yeah, I want to I I hear some people pull out some old names, some old names, because there's plenty. There's plenty of them. Oh, there is plenty. I've got a couple here. I don't know if you remember this guy, but Troy Polimalu, Polimalu from uh, the Steelers. He, uh, he was like the best linebacker ever, and man, he used to snap people in half. He's to snap them in half, and uh, there's plenty of them playing on the NFL. So he'd be one that springs to mind. Valerie Adams? Of course. Valerie? Oh, our great Val. What she's been able to do, obviously she's grew up in, all, uh, in New Zealand, but she flies the Samoan flag. Jimmy Thunder. Jimmy Thunder, obviously the boxer, what he's done in the boxing world. David Tours. Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Mark the Super Samoan Hunt. Oh, Ray Siffle. Yeah, we said Ray Seffel, Mark, and, wow, he is 
one of the best. And Kimpy told a good story when he was down here about racing for and Well, they nearly went on a um, collision course, him and Kimpy. But Kimpy made the right decision and got out of there. <laughs> good on you, Kimpy. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, seen, I've seen him. I've actually seen him throw them on the on the street. Mark Hunt, they talk about him being a street baller. Um, race surfer up here and, a, and used to bounce in one of the clubs up here. I think I'm pretty sure it's called mm. number nine up in Parnell. So, yeah, felt sorry for the guy that night. He he, he walked into the wrong bloke and um, got a little bit of a tickle up from Ray. Um, but, yeah, look, there's plenty of them. Obviously, wrestlers, you know, sports people. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another one. We listen to him every week on the – on the uh, on the TV when he's calling the rugby, Kenny Laban. Kenny Laban. And people know about Kenny Laban, who probably just hear him on the radio, but he was the most successful coach and player in New Zealand for a long mm. time in rugby league, taking Wainu Amata to the best team in the comp for years. Yeah. For years. As a, he played centre, played centre for Ranwick before heading over to Wainu Amata, where he lives and still lives today, um, along with those. And, and uh, yeah, just, you know... There's, mate, there's, honestly, when you sit down and think about it, because you, you don't, because Samoans yeah, to us yeah. are just Kiwis, you know what I mean? And Ali yeah. said that, you know, like I'm a, I'm a Samoan Kiwi, and that's how we think of each other. But when you break it down and go to heritage, country, uh, you know, state of heritage, you go, actually, yeah, you're Samoan. So, mate, there'll be so many proud Samoans walking around this weekend. And I was, um, I was well, interesting to talk to Ali. There'll be a little WhatsApp group going of all the old warrior boys there saying, yeah, man, we should have pulled that blue jersey <laughs> off. I told you about my mate Logan. Texted me the other day and said, can I have – it's his first and only Samoan jersey he got when he played for Samoa back in the, the – I'm pretty sure it was the early 90s he might have, or even the late 80s. <laughs> he texted me and said, can I have that back? I'm like, you, no chance, mate. You don't give someone no your jersey and then ask to get it back. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it so was the good. way he asked. He asked it. He didn't say, "Hey man, I haven't seen you for a few years." He was, "Hey man, remember that Simone jersey I gave you? Can I get it back?" <laughs> <laughs> they all do it, Kempi. They all come out, and the text machine is absolutely flying. We've got a shoot off. We'll come back and we'll read a couple of those messages. Some big names coming through. Keep them coming. Double eight, double three. Some Samoans with Samoan her- uh, her- heritage that have done big things. On the global stage or in our own country. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Zen Kimpy for breakfast, 25 to 7. Joey the Rat filling in for Lou one last time before he comes back next week. Thank God the ship's falling apart. All right, boys, time for a Bunnings Trade Sports update. And Bunnings Trade, housing business is our trade. Now, boys, you guys are doing fantastic. It's this weird taping everything with duct tape in the the back scenes. It's a bit like the Titanic. Was that a a remix of the news, was it? (laughs) It was, yeah, yeah. That was was me. That's all right. That was me remixing. Yeah, yeah. I'm so busy doing my remixing uh, here. Anyways, boys. All Blacks team was named overnight. A uh, couple of surprises. Well, 
depending on where you sit on what side of the fence, Cody Taylor starting at hooker, Scott Barrett has been shifted to blindside f- flanker, Mark Talia is returning on the right wing, so we'll discuss that later on, boys. Um, but Guzzler is playing his, Brody Retallick is playing his 100th test this weekend. Fozzie uh, remarked on what he means to the team. He's a major contributor behind the scenes. He's the heart and soul of our, our group. And the fact that he's sort of putting his arm around Sammy Whitelock, and I think that's a pretty much a record-breaking partnership as well. It's, they've been a, a, a big part of that pack for a long time. Too true. We're very, very lucky to have those two, aren't we, boys? And Haas has cut Mick Schumacher and replaced him with Hulkenberg. That's what's going on with the F1 news which I promised I would never do again, but there we go. And Man United (laughs) took down a mural of Cristiano Ronaldo outside of Old Trafford because he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? (laughs) 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 At Bunny's Trade, we're here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade. (laughs) There you go, boys. (laughs) Fun Friday. He's just honest. He's just honest, Joe. He's just being honest. He's sprayed them all. Oh, man, that is damning footage, isn't it? A damning conversation what he's come out with and yep you're dead right they're ripping down that that mural of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and for fair reason too because imagine the tagging and the the writing that would go on that big picture of Cristiano look it's yeah it's horrible it's horrible what's going on and and uh you know like I've read a little few bit of comments regarding it he nearly went to Manchester United and the boss convinced and otherwise Imagine if he went to that, went 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 along and and played for, you know, that's like Kempi, it's like Samoans going to play for Tonga, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it would be it would be at the moment. <laughs> um, oh yeah, look, I've been watching that stuff play out too. Even even yeah. ex uh, players, current players, ex players, coaches not wanting to have anything to do with them. He's uh, he's made his bed. He's obviously yep. uh, comfortable doing it. I think the timing was pretty poor. One one thing um, around how he, how he's done it with the World Cup coming up and also some iconic Manchester United um, uh, dates that he decided to do it on and of course you could have I don't think he could have done it with with anyone any worse than than Piers um, mm. so you know it, it is you lay your bed you lie in it that's that's all I say hey I've just got a few more for you Izzy how's this um, out of the All Blacks Kev Mal, um, uh, Miliamu of course you got Tana Umanga. No one ever talks about yep. them. Inga the winger, Frank Bunce. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. What about softball Eddie Kalassi, the legend? Mm. And, uh, of course, in the Kiwis, we have uh, James Lulloy and uh, Fred Arcoy, the two iconic Hull FC players and, and ran around for the Kiwis. And one for the fight game. And uh, I know this young lady really well, her and her mum, Jenna Fabian. Um, yep. Out there doing it really well for the for the fight game. So, mate, there's a ton of them. Ton of them, the people. Jerry Susu here on the texter with unnamed texter. Um, mate, I could name I could name a league team, another league team out of my era that plays in that plays in uh, any World Cup, which would compete. RTS, Inga Nonu, Bunce, Tana, Filipina, Ooh, Cullen, Tua, Mialamu, Hunt, SBW, Lawatiti, and Ruben Wiki from Dale. It is from Dallas. Some big names. <laughs> you forget it. You talk, spoke about it, Kevin. You forget about it because of just because they're representing another jersey. But deep down, we know the impact. And even another message came through and said Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill, the Australian footballer, has a Samoan mum. 
has Samoan mum. So he's mm. got Samoan heritage too. So no one probably would have predicted that. Aaron Major. Ross Taylor. Aaron Major. Ross Taylor. Yep. The Roscoe. You know, you think. And he's a real, uh, he's, well, he wants to see the game of cricket grown in the islands and what they'll be able to um, bring to the game of cricket. How good would that be, mate? They're just absolute freaks. The DNA that they offer in terms of athletics, oof. Uh, athletes, for sure. Ross Taylor, the guy that sung How Bizarre, OMZ, OMC. We'll get the boys to play that song. How Bizarre. How Bizarre, How Bizarre. Yep, he's another Samoan. So, mate, they can do everything. They can sing, they can dance, and they can play sport. How good. Hytro Ocassini from Hytro. Mate, used to go to all these tournaments. I used to go to all these tournaments. and hop off the bus. I had long hair, mate. It would have been... Levin Stone ringing wet back in those days. And yeah. there would be a guy leaning up a post with a beard and an afro, and his name would be Nitro. And he'd play for <laughs> Auckland. <laughs> yeah. Like they'd have names like Nitro, Hytro. You know, I'm going, oh man, what I got myself in there. When I choose to play soccer. <laughs> oh, far out, eh? Just, yeah, I've had plenty of those, mate. Victor Vito. Victor Vito, when he was running around for Scots College, and I had to try and mark him, and, oh, he was this absolute bulldozer. There is plenty. Keep them coming through. I'm loving this reminiscing and just kind of getting an understanding of what the Samoan heritage, and Samoans in particular, particular have bought on a global stage. Coming up, we got Quizzy Dag. Quizzy Dag, a TAB bonus bet, is up for grabs. And well, Anton, he's nice and early, so we'll put him up first. We love letting you open up the bat, Anton. That's what you do. If you're punctual, you get an opportunity. 0800-150-811 on the Kenar Tire phone line. It's time for Quizzy Dag. Good luck. You know we're finally here, right? Where are we? It's Quizzy Dag on SENZ Wood. It's Quizzy Dag on SENZ Wood. It's Quizzy Dag on SENZ Wood. So good. Aroha, you just get me up at about every single Friday. Every time that comes on, I'm like, yes, it's Friday, yeah. Oh, how good. <laughs> what? Gout. Kimpy, yeah, gout. Never. Okay, see this. Never, so brother. You'll, maybe get you'll, it. you'll get it before maybe, me. <laughs> maybe your clues. Maybe your clues will give someone gout. Are they going to give Anton gout? Morning, Anton. Morning, boys. How are we? Morning, uh, morning, oh, Anton. Good, mate. Better now I've heard your voice, brother. Good luck today. Here we go. What is the name of the yeah, British mate. pro female tennis player who has been announced as, and playing at the ASB Classic in January and Joe couldn't control himself? <laughs> Fair enough, Joe. 
Uh, Emma Raducanu. Emma Raducanu. Calm down, Joe. Anton, she's only 20. Leave her alone. Question number two. <laughs> the All Blacks. Get your finger off it. <laughs> Question number two. The All Blacks will head to Twickenham to take on England this weekend of the 42. This weekend. Of the 42 games played between the two teams, the All Blacks have won 33. How many have the English won? Ah, uh, jeepers! How many draws have there been? Uh, can I please have a clue, Kimmy? Rodney Sualu, <laughs> Sualu. Oh, ah, uh, so eight. Eight. Five. Eight, eight and six and seven. <laughs> so what, what, what was your answer? Eight. Okay. Okay, nice. You got it right. Question number three. <laughs> Formula One team Haas have cut one of their star drivers to be replaced by Nico Hockenberg next season. Who was it? Sorry, I missed that. The Formula One team. Formula who? One team Haas. Haas has cut oh. one of their star drivers to be re- replaced by Nico Hockenberg next season. Who was it? Who got cut? Uh, I wouldn't have a clue there, guys. So uh, I might say Sirenara. <laughs> ah, yep. No, it's not Sirenara. Yeah. What do you got? What? Do you, oh, he's gone. You hung up on him. He had something else to say, but that's all right. Question number. Yeah, we're going to go to Timmy from Christchurch. Timmy, hey, yeah, uh, how you going today, brother? Oh, that's all right, mate. That's all right. Got a goal for you today. Did you win? Did you burglars win? No, mate. No, mate. No, no, not at all. What was the winning score? Just quickly. 55, I think. Ooh, burglars. 55. Absolute burglars. No chance. Anyone had a chance putting on those greens? Well, good luck. Anyway, question number three, brother. Formula One team Haas has cut one of their star drivers by, and been replaced by Nico Hockenberg. Who replaced them? Who was who? Who did uh, Nico what, replace? Uh, was it Schumacher? Yes, it was. It was Mick Schumacher. Well done. Question number four. Pre-sale tickets for the UFC Perth go on sale today. The UFC main event will take place in February next year. What is the headline fight on this card? Um, both fighters. Versus yeah, he's a fighter. Yes. Islam Makachev is going to be a hell of a fight. Whew. Question number five, Timmy. There's a whole phone line there. We've got through two of yours. In the movie... The Talladega Knights with Will Farrell and John C. Riley. Their characters Ricky Bobby and Carl Norton Jr. have a signature catchphrase. What is it? Shake and bake, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Shake and bake. We appreciate all your calls coming through. Quizzy Dag. Oh, neeps. They got you, bro. They've got you easy. They're all over you. Mate, you've got to just, just going to have to jump up another couple of steps because they mm. are good, mate. They are very, they are good. very good. They're on the pulse. They're on the pulse. Movies and updated information. They love it. Appreciate all your calls on Quizzy Dag. Timmy, taking the great – he's had a hell of a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Man, it's good to good to meet you, brother, and appreciate all the callers. Keep them coming. Plenty of text messages on the text machine regarding Samoan – Heritage, the athletes, the people that have provided us with so much joy. How good.
We're going to shoot off. We'll come back and wrap up the hour. Yes, welcome back. Coming up, we're going to talk All Blacks England. We've got Will Greenwood. Will Greenwood, English centre, played 55 tests for the English and uh, did a stellar job. He's a really astute mind talking rugby over there, get a real understanding of what, how the English are feeling. They've named a strong side. Nightmares. You, you think of Samoans that have had a huge impact. <laughs> this guy, wow, gave me nightmares. Manu Tuilangi playing at centre. Oh, we know how big and strong he is. He is going to be phenomenal, Kempi. So I'm looking forward to having a chat to Will Greenwood about that test match. The All Blacks named their side. A couple of surprising selections, or are they? Double eight, double three. let us know. There's messages coming through regarding Samoan athletes. Peter Fatialofa, Kempi. That is from Tony. Mm. Fats. Fats. Woo. Yeah. I yep. they got um, a four. He's another one. Ulo mm. Brown. Mm. Another one. Ulo Brown, yep. Yep. He loves his golf too, doesn't he, Ulo? He's always out of Mudawai oh. playing golf. Mate, he doesn't look like Ulo Brown now. Have you seen him? He's tiny. He's t- Mate, I don't know how he held that front right. Just first thing I see when oh. I see I see him quite a lot because he walks around yeah. my, my neck of the woods. So I see him quite mm. a lot. And he is, mate. Slick. He's, oh no, he's, he's lost so good, much weight. It's, just, it's always the case, eh? The, the big boys up front, they all go run marathons and get skinny, and then the outside backs, they just blow out. <laughs> we're total opposite <laughs> when we're all retired. So good. Number one here, boys, the Trailblazer for rugby here at World Cup level at the end of coaching in the UK is Pat Lamb. He has laid the pathway for future Polynesian coaches so he can coach our 15. Captain David Tour, the All Black Samoan 50. Michael Jones, Olo Brown, Tuilangu boys times two. Savia boys times two. Chiropractor Ronnie Clark, BJ Williams and Frank Bunce. Cheers, Joe. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Get 20% off the Brute Range only at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, Friday. Yes, that's right. Friday, the 18th of November, Izzel and Kempi, Uncle Kempi, for breakfast, SCNZ. It's just after 7 o'clock. Hope you're having a good morning so far. If you're down here in Otatahi, Christchurch, the weather is horrible, but I hear it's horrible all over the country. So take care, and uh, I hope you're um, getting excited for the weekend, because I am, for sure. I've just had a nice, beautiful breakfast from the lovely Mandy delivered. Oh, so good. So lucky. But the one thing, Kempi, she can't do, she can't make coffees. So I'm going to go make my own coffee. But that's okay. Can't do everything, eh, brother? 
<laughs> you, no, no, you have to do something. That's ah, okay. Okay, I have to do not, something. Coffee's no, no. not a bad deal. I know, Kenny. I know. I'm very, Good very lucky. Man's. Very, very lucky very in my lucky. household. You felt, you felt the love that they provide here at home, and uh, I'm very, very lucky. But I appreciate all the messages coming through. We're talking all Samoa. Samoa taking on uh, Australia this week in the Rugby League World Cup. And we'll rip into some more of that throughout the next couple of hours. But this hour, well, it's going to be mostly All Blacks because the All Blacks have named their squad, their side, to take on England at Twickenham. Oh, it's been a happy hunting ground many times, but oh, one of my losses, devastating loss, 2012 against the English over there at Twickenham. And Manu Tuilangu, who was playing in the centres, ran rings around us. And another guy that ran rings around me, Johnny May. Oh, I remember trying to ankle tap Johnny May. I thought I'd just give him the outside, uh, Kimpy, And it was probably about three metres space. Uh, that's all that Johnny Na- Johnny May needed, and he burnt me off. Mm. Absolutely left me for dust. And, uh, oh, it wasn't a happy moment. Yeah, you, you get ran around him. at, uh, at Twickenham. Too much. It's, you can't give him too much space. You can't give him too much space. Mm. You never want to get beaten on the inside, so you give him the outside, back your speed. <laughs> Well, that came back to bite me right in the backside. But that's okay. That's okay. It's going to be an awesome weekend. We've got Vinnie Colgan coming up as well. We're talking racing, uh, the big weekend, the County's Cup at Pukekohe. And uh, Vinnie's riding the Cupley Champions. So looking forward to ripping into some racing. And some Rugby League World Cup after 8 o'clock. Kempi had a wee chat. We'll play that for you after uh, 8 o'clock. Barry McDermott, former international player. A um, couple of messages quickly before we get to Will Greenwood. Morning, gents. Friday is here and a big meeting at Pukekohe, a popo, but New Zealand today, Kempi. So must be a hot one from the chic Shoke Al Sharok in his backyard. Darcy Labella is in is hot for tomorrow's group too, but you must have some awe for us today. Ideal looks good, but come on, Uncle, fill our pockets today. That is from Joe. Uh, Any gravy, uh, Kempi? Well, no, I haven't. Al's been up here all week, so I haven't had a chance to speak to him since he's got back down to Taranaki. But you're right, Joe. Ideal looks the one to beat. Got weighted, weighted well um, down the bottom of the down the bottom of the uh, page there uh, with 54 kilos. Got Sarah Amali on it, paying three dollars fifty. Is not bad money. Supreme Supreme Khan's one to beat, obviously, out of the Walker Stable. Um, but yeah, he's uh, the one Al obviously wants is the Pukekohe one. Darcy LaBella, that's what you want to be mm. on. Like, wait for age, uh, should be hard to beat. <sighs> Darcy LaBella, look, he's all, he won't send horses unless they're ready. It's obviously oh, uh, no. carried 57. you got Jay Riddell on top, and, uh, mate, it's a wait for age, and it's going to be, they're all uh, singing off the same song sheet, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a race. So I'm looking forward to that, Kempi, this weekend. But on their ABs. Taking on England. Your initial reaction to the squad that was announced, that was named overnight, my friend? Were you surprised? Were you happy? Is that our strongest available squad? Uh, yeah, look, I think so. I think the, the obviously the big surprise is Mark Talia getting called into the All Blacks and then picking up the biggest game of the year because this is the biggest mm. game of the year. You know, um, the, the, the Irish series yep. down here was the biggest series for us on New Zealand soil, but the Northern Tour, it's always about you, the English side at Twickenham. And Mark Talia obviously didn't uh, done enough last week against uh, the opposition to, to to show 
the coaching team that is worth another crack. I actually thought he went all right. I actually thought Mark Talia went all right. He went well. He went well. But Mm. it sort of flies in the face of selections when you've taken these guys since the Irish tour all the way around the world and they miss out on the biggest game of the year. So um, that was really surprising for me. I think everything else there, I actually thought Anton Leonard Brown done enough to to move in. I would have have preferred myself to move Rico Mm. to Mark Talia's wing. And put yep. Anton Leonard Brown in its centre. I think that's a stronger, a stronger combination through that back. Caleb Clark, Geordie Barrett, a ALB, Rico Oani. Now I think now we've got some punch. You know what I mean? So um, mm. I'm not selecting the side. Samasoni uh, Tukiaho at hooker against Cody Taylor. Probably, probably, you know, I reckon that's a Jace Ryan decision. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you got to think of that, and then Scott Barrett at six as well. You know, yeah. Scott Barrett probably people were predicting Shannon Frizzell, um be starting there, but maybe that uh, Jason Ryan influence is coming through, and he's seen a lot. He's got a front row seat, front row ticket. He's been there with them for years. Yep, and I and I look, I totally agree. I I, I just think that you know, Jason Ryan knows what he, you know, because because obviously. They're going to target the forward pack, aren't they? They've, they've made that nice and clear. They think that's where they're going to win the game is their tight five and and really you know grind our our forward pack down. And Jason Ryan's come out and said, "Well, I know these guys, you know Cody Taylor and Geordie Barrett. I know um, mm. Scotty Barrett. I know what he can do." Um, you got Sammy Whitelock in there, captain in the side. You know Brody back playing his hundredth game, uh, and those young front rowers in the Groot and Lomax. You know, of course, I think Artie Sevilla's got a point to prove. Mate, it's lining up to be a really, really good game. It's going to be a huge game. I've mm. seen the English squad, and they are stacked. They are stacked. You got Alice, Alistair uh, Genji at, at one. You got Kyle Sinclair on the other side. Mario Toje. He's been one of the best locks. So you look at that locking, uh, you know, little the battle. competition there. The battle is going to be huge with Johnny Hill. You got Billy Vulipona, uh, Vunipola at eight, and then in the back line, this is a kid that has been earmarked for a few years now. He showed glimpses. I feel Marcus Smith at ten mm. showed glimpses. He's got some razzle. He's only a small man. He's got a hell of a hairdo, but um, <laughs> you know, he still probably hasn't. One over the masses, and I'd love to get Will Greenwood's take shortly. Uh, if we can get him, we're just having a few troubles trying to track down uh, Will. We'll hopefully get him on shortly. But their back line, you got Marcus Smith, Owen Farrell at 12, and then you got Manu Tuilangi at, uh, at 13. So that is a formidable inside pairing, mm. and it's going to be, an, that's where it's going to be one or lost. It always is. Johnny May on the left, you got Freddie Stewart at the back, and then you got Jack Noll. At uh, at the right wing, and then they've got impact galore off the bench. Marco Vulipola, uh coming off off the bench. You got Henry Slade running out the backs. Ben Youngs played over a hundred games for England. He's running up the half back position. Look, just on that Mark Tillia situation, I don't mind that. Kimpy, one of my pet hates is at the moment is like these these jerseys and these numbers. They're so treasured and they're so sacred. And one thing that really annoys me is if you just you're giving them away for the sake of it. Mm. Giving them away just you know just to give them a chance or give them an opportunity. Like you got to earn this. You got to earn it. That's a, that's a sacred jersey and that's your number. You got you get an All Blacks number. You get All Blacks cap when you receive that. And if he wasn't playing this week, I would have been spitting tax because I feel like he did enough last week. He did a hell of a lot, big job there, and I think he cemented his chance to go and and repay the faith of the selectors. On the other side, I think Caleb Clark, he needs a huge game. Mm. 
He needs a huge game. You think to 2020 in, in Eden Park when he destructed uh, the Wallabies? He was just so destructible with ball in hand. I think we haven't seen that for a while. We haven't seen him um, being the, the Caleb Clark that we've probably seen uh, over the last couple of years. So hopefully he can refine some form and some confidence and repay the, the faith in the selectors. But other than that, I'm reasonably happy. Yep. Cody Taylor's situation with Samasoni Tokiao, that's an interesting one, but I think Cody's found some form as of late. I think he's starting to show signs, and, and, and it's making me confident knowing that uh, um, Dane Coles, the injury, injuries that he's had over his long career with his calves, there's just a little bit of uncertainty there. So we need two good hookers that are playing extremely well um, that will give us confidence. So I'm, I'm not too phased, but double eight, double three on the All Black selections. Is this self strongest side? Are you happy with the names that have been named in the team? Let us know, double eight double three or 0800 150 Foster, it's gone back to the strongest side. There's a couple of little tweaks here in terms of the wings and uh, in the front row, and it particularly was six. But other than that, everyone picks themselves, and uh, that's a pretty formidable um, all-black squad, I'm feeling. But we'd love to hear your thoughts. Double eight double three on the tempered bedpost text machine. Mate, TJ Perinar. You know what I mean? What a what a oh, comeback! Yeah. What a comeback! Mm. You know, sitting yep. sitting in there in the in the reserves. I think we've got a really strong bench. You know, to match the yep. English. Um, I I agree with you. I think the game, if it's if it's evened up in the forward pack, I think our forward pack can hold their own. Uh, Owen Farrell at twelve, I think, is where we go. I think we go there. Mm. I think we take Geordie Barrett and 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 get that win over Owen Farrell and draw money um, to Alagi into the battle with Geordie Barrett. And then open them up, you know, yeah. because that's what all, you know, the, the thing with watching Owen Farrell play is that he isn't as aggressive as a as a mm. Jordy Barrett. Like Jordy Barrett, I, I liked it last week, the winger for um, Scotland when he kicked that ball through and he ran chase, he played a really good game, the winger out there on that right edge. I can't remember his name. And, he, and he's chased that ball Vanderbilt. through. And Jordy Barrett's shrugged them. That's called a shrug. Mm. He's picked them up, grabbed his strop, and shrugged them to the side. Like, that's a really hard movement, and Geordie Barrett made it look so easy. And I think that type of um, bringing that back to the centre of the field up against the likes of Owen Farrell, he gets shrugged a couple of times. Manu's not going to have – he's got no choice but to come in and try and help him. Oh, Mate, that – honestly, because Owen Farrell, and his, his son of obviously Andy Farrell and the Engle- uh, the Irish coach – in the league background and the defensive pro like he's a he's a good defender, mm. Owen Farrell. He is a very, very good defender and I I, I just lick my lips at this this battle oh, yeah. that's gonna take place <laughs> on the weekend. So like you, you think Geordie Barrow doesn't shy away. I don't know how he walks, mate. He doesn't shy away from the contact area. So you got two buffheads running at each other every single time. Mate, it's it's gonna be a matchup. Two of the best twelves uh, playing the game, and, and the captain on the other side, Owen Farrell, will be doing his best. I'll tell you one thing against English you don't do, you don't give them opportunities to, to get the scoreboard ticking over. Mm. That was our downfall in 2012 when we lost over there, kept getting penalised. Owen Farrell doesn't miss, mate. Never misses no, a kick. he's like his old man. He'll slop them from everywhere. His old He'll man was the same. His old man was the same, mm. mate, playing for Wigan, playing for Great Britain. Give give mm. um, Andy Farrell a shot at goal. Man, he could kick. Mm. You know, I wonder yeah. what those two so that's what I mean. They, they have, I wonder if they have kickoffs. <laughs> no, <laughs> of course, mate. They'll be doing hit ups. They'll be doing hit ups. <laughs> Come here, boy. Run it straight. You can't get over me yet. Oh, it's going to be a good matchup. Anyway, we're going to shoot off. We'll come back with uh, Kempi's off the back fence, and we'll talk more 
about the All Blacks because there is plenty to debate. They are taking on England, and this is our last test match of the year before we get into that year. 2023 World Cup is only around the corner. Are you convinced? Double eight, double three. Love to hear from you. We're going to shoot off. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. As the All Blacks wrap up the year with a must-win game in the UK, it got me thinking about the sacrifices people make to get to the top of their game. While the road to reach the top can be a journey of trials and tribulation, one thing is for sure, many people make huge sacrifices to help their loved ones get to that place many can only dream of. Currently in all sports around the world, our athletes are excelling and exceeding expectation. Man, it's good. And one thing is for sure, someone somewhere, not just the athlete, made those sacrifices to get them to the top of their chosen discipline. So today, on this fun Friday, I thought it would be only appropriate to give a shout out to all the parents who sacrifice and support, help their loved ones believe in their ambitions and went on to realise their dreams. Because without these parents whose tireless hours of sacrifice, either as a coach, sometimes a taxi driver and many times a counsellor, have made it possible for our iconic athletes to live out their dreams and finally don the black jersey or the silver fern. So this weekend when we sit down to watch our best take on the world, grab your glass and raise it and salute the many parents, those that gave us these champions. Actually, in fact, let's raise our glasses to all the parents in New Zealand because without their commitment, the lifetime on the sideline and the support and sacrifice who are the real champions in New Zealand, these people are the ones that got our athletes to the top and on the world stage. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Bang, yeah, Kempy, look, honestly, I can speak from experience, <clears throat> personal experience and the sacrifices that mum and dad uh, did for, for me and my, my family just to get us to situation like a situation I'll tell you a story I probably told it before but um, we're sitting in Te Awanga. we we didn't have much money at all and um, I had to get to a training from Te Awanga to, to Wairo which is an hour one way and hour and a half back hour 20 one way hour 20 back we had no money now had no gas <clears throat> and dad had to go out and uh, had to go to the pawn shop and pawn off our vacuum uh, our PlayStation and try and pawn off a lot of things to cash converters and, um, you know, just to find money to take me to training. This one training, an hour and 20 away. Look, and our family was already struggling, but that's the commitment that he's shown to, to get me there and would drive from, and rain, I remember this day, raining, pouring, yucky weather, and I was, you know, thinking, oh, I'm not going to go. But Dad found a way and uh, got me there. And, and without those sort of stories and, and help from people in your whānau, you did right. Like, kids wouldn't be able to do what they do. And Renee Holmes is a prime example of that. Her old man, Kelly, who was uh, in Gizzy driving seven-hour round trip just to take her to training. Mate, just, there's some stories out there. And I know many of you listening will have similar stories and situations that you have to overcome. And without those scenarios taking place and the opportunities that your whānau provided, you wouldn't be the person you are today. And I know you've got plenty of those too, Kimpy. Uh, I, I was sort of sitting down <laughs> at three o'clock again this morning um, and I was just thinking, you know, like 
we often it was a shot of reality. We're often looking at the TV and going, "Look at these guys, you know, they're so good." And I, to be honest, I was thinking about the Barrett boys. You know, they're from Taranaki. How hard it would have been for their parents to, you know, yeah. let alone have one all black. You got three of them. You're travelling around. And um, and then I just went, actually, you know, we've actually forgotten how they got there. You know, we're talking so much about them being there and being at the top of their game and that they got to perform. But in reality, like you just said, man, the effort to get there has been tough. You know, mm. your, your, your mum and dad are going out and they're selling the vacuum cleaner so they can get you to training. Um, yeah. you got you got Rene's dad do it, taking seven hours of his day so, so his daughter can go to training to 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 realise their dreams. And like my parents were no different. You know, they travel all the way up and down the country in a in a car that was pakaru and break down all the time. And you know, yeah. make sure that they're, they're there to support you on the sidelines or wherever. And I think one of the things whether you know, and I just I said to all parents at the back end, or they have a champion and you play with that All Black, or you play with that Kiwi, you play with that Silver Fern. It actually took a team effort to get them there, and it's them people and yep. them parents and all that support around them. You know, this is a beauty about going back to your club and walking through those doors and going, "Man, this is where it all started." You know, and yep. and my good mate, old Sheik Sharok, Al Sheik Sharok, who on that that story I told about being in that van, and uh, I'll never ever forget it when he said to me, "Don't you ever forget where you come from." And I think nah. this <laughs> weekend, let's raise our glass. And tip it to those parents because that's a real key um, message yep. from that from Sheikh Sharok. I love it, and there's plenty out there, Kempi. There is plenty out there, and look, you think about it. And I try and tell the story a lot with high schools and life. You know, when you're out on that dead end street and you don't have a rugby ball, so you innovate and you improvise and you try and find a way of having that rugby ball, and you're thinking, why me? Why me? You got nothing, you know, at your disposal, but you make it happen. And what does that provide? That provides hunger, desire, and a, a real want to go and get it. And and that's what these stories do. And and that's why I love it. Like the parents, they might not have all the money and the resources, but you've got love and you've got care, and you've got a real want to do whatever your kid needs you to do. And uh, that's that's the biggest message you can give. Honestly, if I can make it. Anyone can make it, honestly. My dad and my mum provided me with love and, and hope and, and and moments to get me everywhere. And uh, without that, yeah, 100% wouldn't be where I am today. So I absolutely love that message, Kempi. You're spot on the money there with, with uh, the sacrifices and, and uh, you know, the willingness for our whanau and our, our parents to do what they do. And, uh, yep. Yeah, I raise a glass to you all out there, and there'll be many out there listening. So appreciate that. Uh, one from the heart there, Kempi. I know you've got some great stories, and we're both pretty similar, and uh, absolutely love it. Uh, just on the, another message coming through from Brett. Daggy, what about the Samoan quarterback carving up the NFL at the moment? He loves him, Daddy. Oh, mate. Are you talking about those dolphins? <laughs> Tua Tungavailoa? <laughs> mate, he's good. He is very, very good, and um, that's what I mean, mate. They're everywhere. They are everywhere, and they are having a huge impact on the global stage. There's no bigger stage when you're in the NFL playing for one of the biggest franchises, the Miami Dolphins, in the big time, in the big smoke. Keep those messages coming through. And just quickly, regarding the rugby, we're hopefully going to get uh, well on later. If not, that's okay. Again, Foster has shown blind loyalty. He seems to think Clark is our new Lomu. 
Unfortunately, it's been over two years since Clark has shown any impact. We have a creative player like Reese who will go looking for work, pops up around the ruck, beats defenders, catches the high ball, makes an impact no matter what minute he plays to beat England. You have to break their structure, yet Reese can't get a game. Rick from Topo, and that's what I... You're on the money there, Rick, because for Caleb, I feel like he waits for the opportunity. I want to see him roam. I want to see him roam, running off nine, running off Smith, running off Moonga, inside Geordie Barrett. Like, as a winger, everyone thinks you have to stay on your wing. You've got to pick it. You've got to show initiative, and you've got to predict and, and kind of understand where the ball might be. It's called game now, game awareness. And I love to see that from Caleb Clark. Don't just stay on your wing. Get out there. Get busy. Get your hands on the ball, because the more times your, your hands are on the ball, the more impact and the more opportunities you're going to create for the players around you. So, yep, absolutely on the money there, Rick. Keep those messages coming through, Double eight, double three. The All Blacks team has been named. And what is your take? Love to hear from you. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back with some headlines with Joey. No, Choices Flooring Pole. I just try to guess that, Joey. Ha! Choices Flooring Pole coming up, and he's got an absolute doozy talking about Samoans and the impact. We're going to keep talking about it because they've got an opportunity. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Oh boys, imagine it, hey? A month's time from now, it's summer, you're cruising down the highway, listening to OMC, how good! Are you boys working over summer, or are you taking a little much-deserved break, might I say? Are you taking a break? Hell no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cruising, I'm cruising down the street in my V-dump. To kitty, kitty, yo. Going to the gizzy hometown, yo, yo. Oh, yeah, no, no, we're not. Oh, fair enough, I don't blame you, I don't blame you. Well, boys, if you're, um, do you know what, I forgot it's Friday. It's gone so quickly. I mean, maybe it's because I, I missed two days because I'm lazy. But <laughs> I forgot that it's time for our equestrian updates. Long. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember. We're, we're doing a Christian update every Friday now, uh, thanks to Fiber Fresh, create natural products with unrivaled levels of nutrients and energy. Now you might not know this, but the biggest international equestrian federation seminar ever held in New Zealand will take place at the Dunstan National Equestrian Centre in Taupo uh, during the Rainer Equestrian Spring Horse Trials on Friday. Uh, so today, today. Oh, that's why there's so many people down there. I got a message saying you can't get a car park down there with the camper vans and the horse flights. Oh wow, isn't that crazy? You um, I, you know, I've always actually wanted to do equestrian weirdly because my sister did it, and I thought it was kind of a girl sport. But like, obviously, and I don't think that anymore. But um, yeah. So if it, I, I don't know if anyone can go, but that is quite interesting. Get on a horse, Joe. Get on a horse and rise to the trot, mate. You'll get a rude awakening, I tell you. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> if, if you I, don't, oh, it's sore. If I was if I was ten kgs lighter, I'd be a jockey. I'm actually so devastated that I'm six one because I've I've got the I'm thin enough. 
and I look, you know, I look like a jockey. I'm just slightly too tall. What do jockeys look like? <laughs> I don't know, good looking. Um, this is best thanks to Fibre Fresh producing natural forage feed products that contain all the essential ingredients required for a happy, healthy, and top performing animal or athlete like Daggy. Okay, boys, time for the choices flooring poll. Now, uh, we were talking about Samoan athletes before. Some great ones. This is actually Neeps' idea. I, I, it's pretty clever. Which Samoan athlete would you least like to run it straight at? Ruben Wicked. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Mialamu, or Roger Tuivasa Sheik? He's not even on the list, mate. It's Ruben every day of the okay, week. Okay, we'll put, we'll put Ruben in as well. Uh, the full we'll of the on now. Which uh, uh, is flooring. Yeah, okay, I'll put in Ruben. Uh, you can find that at the SCNZ app. Just click listen to Zen Kempi and you can have your vote. I'm I'm voting for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, boys. Uh. Oh, look, I don't know if Dwayne would know how to smash someone, Kempi. Mm. Would he? Well, like, it's all technique and timing. It is, yeah. It doesn't matter how big you are. Mm. If you, mate, I remember, remember Steve Folks? You know, guy Steve Folks, he passed away a couple of years ago now. Played um, Played for Canterbury, coached them. Great, great, great guy. I remember, I remember playing for Newcastle, and folks, he was in the second row for Canterbury at the time with Dave Gillespie, and they could, mate, they weren't the biggest guy guys, but they could hit. And Steve mm. folks is like five foot nine, and used yep. to wear headgear and, and shoulder pads, and I ran, I ran straight at him. I thought, well, nah, I'll go over the top of him, mate. I got an absolute hiding, <laughs> and I remember getting up off, I remember getting up off the ground, going. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and yeah, like it doesn't matter if you're built like Dwayne Johnson, nah. mate. Re- Ruben, that game against Sydney City when um, C. Suola, Suola ran down the, the left edge from the um, kickoff. Ruben carried that kickoff and he tried to put a hit on Ruben. Oof, mate. He not only would he hit, hit you, Ruben, tackling you, but you better be ready when he carried it. He, he's oh. um, he's just as hard to tackle as well. That's a hard image to get out of my head. Ruben Wicky would have to be. Yeah, you're dead right, because you think of Falau Fakatala, he snaps people in half. The young halfback, the small halfback, and he's only a small man. It's all timing. It's all timing. So for me, it'd probably be Kevy. Kevy Mialamu. I'd probably, yeah, like Ruben Wicky, I think he'd just, yeah, I wouldn't even test that out. But Kevy Mialamu, I've seen him <laughs> firsthand absolutely snap people in half. And there's, you know, there's a reason why they've got ugly ears. That's because they love the dark places and they love <laughs> getting in there and, and hitting the ball. So, uh, mate, yeah, it'd have to be Kevin Mialami for myself. Just absolutely snappy people in half. So that is your choices for him, Paul. you got a, you got Mark Hunt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Mialami, Roger Tuivasa Sheik. Gee, you're doing well to have Roger in there. Roger would, yeah, probably snap people in half. Probably more around the legs, eh? Wrap people up. Ruben Wiki. There you go, Choices Floor and Poll. Head over to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on the app and you can have your vote. Choices Flooring Poll, uh, Choices Flooring, Spring Catalogue, inspiring savings on carpet, timber, hybrid, luxury, vinyl, window furnishings and rugs. Yeah, we appreciate their support. Brian Lima, Brian, Brian Lima, the chiropractor, put mm. him in there too, Kempi. Mm. We've seen him snapping people oh, in half he playing for play, Western Sun. He could play. Manu. Yep. Oof. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't run don't run don't run it straight there, boys. Oh. Has Joey run it straight there you lately? 
No, nah, he's only done it once, and he couldn't. Yeah, he got a bit of a hiding. Oh no, that's not how I remember it, Kimpy. <laughs> I Don't took you down. Talk us through it, Joey. Talk us through it, Joey. Okay, happened? okay, this is what happened, right? I, I'm about to get a three meter run up, you know. So I'm not even running it from that far back, and I just run. I jump at him to surprise him. <laughs> he yeah. catches me, and he delicately puts me on the ground, <laughs> and, then, oh. and then he puts his elbow in my face until I beg for, for him to stop. <laughs> He's, Kimpy, he's were you somewhere. like low key gonna snap him in half if he didn't jump? Uh, no, <laughs> it, wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I didn't. He did. He, he actually uh, he approached that that conversation quite well because that's exactly what happened. I put him down nice and oh. softly, but I couldn't let him off. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Here we go. Another message coming through. Mate, the Rock was a college football star. Would lay people out. There you go. The Rock. So maybe you can snap people in half. I've just seen him being on the screens, being an actor, so I wouldn't know. But, hey, every Samoan, anyone from the islands can snap people in half. They are the deadliest tacklers in the game. And every time you played Samoa, you'd pass the ball, or Tonga, you'd pass the ball and then you'd brace your ribs because you knew there was a late hit coming. Whoa, <laughs> it was scary. One of the best. One of the best. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back. We're going to have a chat with Vinnie Colgan. He has a big outing this weekend for the County's Cup. Pukekoe, race meeting. How good. Back soon. We've seen and heard champions make history year in, year out on the biggest racing stages. These are the many stars of spring. Yeah, that's right. This weekend sees things heating up at Pukekoe with a few group races set to run. One man who's had plenty of success racing in the 09 throughout his career is our good mate Vinnie Colgan, the great jockey. We'll be on board the favourite self-obsession. How good in the County's Cup tomorrow. And we're lucky enough to have him on the phone this morning, joining myself and Izzy for breakfast. Morning, Vinny. How are you going, brother? Tiny, how are you, brother? All good? Mate, I'm Izzy. good. I'm good, mate. You must be looking forward hey, to Vinny. it. You must be looking forward hey. to it tomorrow. Vinny, getting ahead now on the favourite. How good? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, um, her runs have been outstanding over a short distance. Um, definitely she goes in the favourite tomorrow, but she deserves to be favourite. Um, she's had the two runs back over 1,400 and 1,500 and stepping back up over to 2,000 metres. Um, her favourite distance, uh, oh, it's going to be very hard to beat. Mate, there's been a bit of rain up in, in the AK and... In Auckland near Vinny, is that going to have pose any problems for South Possession? And how's the track going to play out? Yeah, it all depends how, how bad the track does does become. Um, I'm just looking at the conditions, and it hasn't been updated since yesterday. But yesterday the track was a good four. Um, I'm pretty sure they would have done a pentrometer this morning and uh, updated it at some stage this morning. But um, she has had a couple of starts on soft going and she's a winner on the soft going and a last start of a good place getter. So I don't think this track should be too much of a problem this time of year. But all depending, we've still got another day and a half before she races, so it could be a lot better by then. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Vinny, what's the major threat come from? Have you mapped out the race? Sorry? Well, where's the major threats come? Have you mapped out the race? Yeah, well, that all depends on the weather as well. You know, you've got... Um, South Obsession is definitely the best horse in the race, but then you've got horses that uh, probably prefer the track to be or will handle the track a lot better than she will. Like, but look at the Vegas, he's won four and a heavy. 
you've got the, the mothers in the race, um, Jerry Lane. Um, you've got to go down the field, probably. Um, rapid pause and V pause down on the weights. Um, the top weights are hard to have with 60 kilos. Um, you've got um, Just Amaze and the Mayor with uh, 60 kilos and 59.5, so they really have to carry a lot of weight against the rest. Um, but look, it's a very, it's hard to pick horses to beat her, but um, mm. uh, if anything, if the truck happens to be really, really heavy, it might just change things around that. All right, mate, you could go back to back. The Breeder Stakes G2, you're on Ocelleta. How's Ocelleta tracking at the moment, mate? Yeah, I haven't actually done a lot of riding on Ocelleta, um, but the Breeders, it's a very smart field. Um, uh, Oscillator's race last start was behind another horse that's running in the same race multi time. Um, but she was a fair way back at Tirapa and she got home really, really strong. Um, and the trainer, Stephen Marsh, uh, is happy with, with the mare. Um, she's going forward in the right place. So she should put in a good effort tomorrow. But in saying that, it's a very strong field tomorrow. Yeah, beautiful, mate. We've got a listener who wants to ask you a question. This is Ted. Hi, guys. Question for Vinny. Out of his six NZ Derby wins, what's his favourite? And has he found a ride for the upcoming one? Huh. Yes, it's a bit early for the Derby yet to pick one just right now. Um, not for much. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah. I, I like to play it closer to the time before I select the horse in the Derby, especially the horses that are yep. uh, in the right form at the right time. Especially, um, but my favourite Derby winner. Um, well, I guess I can't change now. I've always said Zonda, <laughs> um, but Zonda's my probably my favourite, probably because he was my favourite horse. Um, but every every Derby I've won has been very special. Mate, do you enjoy, do you yeah. enjoy it out there? Vin, at, at Pukekoe, will it be tough not being able to get a few wins on Derby Day at Ellerslie this season? Well, yeah, well, that's a... It's kind of strange having the meeting spread around, T, I mean, Pukekoe and, and Tirapa. Um, definitely not the same as riding at, at Ellerslie. Um, but, look, um, I'm sure is going to put on a brilliant day for us tomorrow, so we just... We've got the car I've got, so we'll just deal with it. All right, mate. We allow punters love a little lead-in. And so they've asked, do you have any winners for us? Your winners tomorrow. Obviously, self-possession, but you're riding a few during that meeting. Got any winners for us you can back us into? Yeah, obviously, self-possession is my best ride. Um, but if you go through all my rides, uh, I've, got a really, I've got a real tough day riding tomorrow. I've got uh, Lashana in race one. It's going to be tough to win from there. She's drawn 16. Uh, Slipper Island, I'm on race two. Look, tough, look, I've got a tough day, Ryan. He's drawn 20. Uh, I've got Just Dance drawn gate 15. I've got Margaret Jean drawn gate 18. Not Guilty drawn <sighs> gate 12. So I've got a really tough day, Ryan. So it's pretty hard to, to um, what's the word? <laughs> to say I'm, I'm going to win on those horses drawn from those bad gates. Uh, yeah. I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky enough in the two main races, I'm drawn seven and seven. So. Um, my other rides, I'm going to have to work really hard for, so I'm pretty hard to, to I am going to win one drawn from those bad, bad gates, but anything can happen, and yeah. if the track's 
as heavy as it may be, that maybe those white barriers might might be such a bad thing. Oh, beautiful, mate. You've got an opportunity. That's all you need. Vinnie Colgan, absolute champion. He's been around the traps for a while now. Experience speaks volumes. Vinnie, and you've got plenty of it. Thank you so much for your time, and go well. Self-possession tomorrow in the Cup. We're right behind you. Yeah, all the best on the punting tomorrow. Yeah. Good luck, Vinnie. Thank you. There you go. Vinnie has drawn a horrible day for the rest of his guard and and the race uh, day tomorrow, but the two main races, seven and seven. He's got an absolute chance. Vinnie Colgan riding self-obsession tomorrow, six-time derby winner, and, well, we're a bit too far out to pick a horse there, Ted, so there you go. He's answered your question. Appreciate it coming through on the Temper Bedpost text machine. We're going to shoot off, and we'll come back to wrap up the hour. Hey, hello. How are you, brother? You good? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good, mate. Has Dad made you breakfast this morning? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Hi, everyone. There we go. Live from the pool house down here, North Otago Grocery Shop. I've got two kids next to me building puzzles and doing cartwheels, so forgive me if they're a little bit noisy. They're sick, they're at home, and they're with Dad today. That's all good. There's plenty of sickness around, so make sure you take care of yourself. We're wrapping up the hour. We've got Barry McDermott coming up, the former international Great Britain, England, Ireland rugby league player, and Kempe spoke with him earlier, and we'll play that for you after 8 o'clock. It's a great question here from Dale Kempe, and I want to get your answer later. Would you rather Samoa win this weekend or the Warriors Win a premiership next year. Oh. 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 I'll answer that one after the news. Chew on that one, Kempe. Chew on that one. That's a big answer. Oh, great question, Dale. Appreciate it. We're going to be talking some leagues shortly, and there's plenty of questions and text messages regarding the All Blacks that we need to get through, too. Forgive me, the kids are losing the plot. I'll go tell them to shush up. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. <laughs> Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Find Panadol Rapid 80 caplets for just $14.99, but only at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Kempe for breakfast, SCNZ Friday, Friday, yeah. 18th of November. We love Fridays, oh, don't yeah. we? Don't we? Oh, 
I am. am so I good, am genuinely Kimpy. excited, Izzy. I am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I am. What are you up to this weekend, Kimpy? Nothing. <laughs> after good sp- man. After spending the weekend with you, nothing. I'm, <laughs> I'm having a weekend off. I tell you what. You're still tired, Unc. I can't wait to get back down there, but it won't be for a while, brother. They <laughs> <laughs> haven't scared you, Uncle. They loved having you here, mate. Oh, the kids nah, love mate. coming and waving to you every morning. I loved it. You're no, a big I fan. tell you You're what, I loved hit. it. I love, absolutely loved it, mate. But yeah, I'm going to uh, just spend some time around home this weekend with my lovely partner and uh, get to see the kids. Um, my daughter's graduating tomorrow, so I'm going to that. Oh, and on awesome. Sunday, I'm doing a, a Fujitsu um, breakfast with, uh, I think it's Mitch McLennan and Ian Jones. Uh, so I'm right. looking forward to spending some time with the Fujitsu crowd. And other than that, mate, I'm just going to be laying low, laying low. Graduations. Well done. Well done to yeah, your daughter, mate, and, uh, well done to you. For the girl, yeah, no, nah, I'm looking forward to it. She's um, been chilling out, out at Murawai, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Just nice, you know. It's, and, you know, what, is he... It's just nice to be able to do something too, you know. Like got a little, got a little card for her, and and just um, and just to pump her up and and say well done, you know. Because she's a yeah, she's a she's a high achiever that that girl, and she makes me proud every day, mate. So um, I'm looking forward to that, mate. Absolutely. Oh, mate, you're talking about parents that have uh, sacrificed and given so much. You're one of them, brother. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well done. Congratulations. And it's. Uh, uh, awesome weekend for yourself and the whanau. I'll ask you the question before we went off, Kempi. Would you rather Samoa win this weekend or Warriors Premiership next year? Or that, you Kempi. Know, Dale, I wonder, if that's, I wonder if that's budgie, that Dale, because that's a really good question, seriously. And it's a, t- and it's a, and it's a hard one to put your, your um, either, you know, each way bet on. Um, because yeah. for Samoa, I would love them to win the World Cup. One, I, like, I love being the Australians, but for Samoa in the game of rugby league, I think it goes to another level if Samoa can get the job done. So I think it's unfair to choose. And, and the yeah. Warriors, of course, mate, who doesn't want the Warriors to win a premiership? Like, to, the, the answer to that question is both because we are so heavily um, influenced in rugby league through our Polynesian brothers and of course the Warriors being on our back doorstep, that if both were to happen, say say Samoa win the World Cup final and then the Warriors go out next year in 2023 and win the the NRL Premiership, mate. Yeah. What about that power play? Oh, no. that pay? $4 million? <laughs> <laughs> For 50 cents? <laughs> $4 million. Oh, man, it'd be awesome. Look, I'm the same, Kempi. I think both would be awesome. And I just know how... What a moment it would be in sport for both teams if they were able to get there done. I'm probably leaning towards more of the Warriors because of the the following. But I just know if they did it Samoa, how much of an impact it would have back in the country and for Samoa. So you did right. It's a tough one. Tough one to choose. Both get up. And, well, Paulie Moati's coming up late. Like Pip Morris, actually, and we're going to have a chat to her and say, uh, who are you picking? Who are you picking? I know Can who you do us a power play? Can you give us a power play? The Samoa into the NRL Warriors, that'll pay millions. She's one-eyed Penrith, mate, so I know who she's backing. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here he is. Dale Mackay, mate. I'd have to go Warriors, and I'm part Samoa. Bloody tricky. That is from Dale. So there you go. There you go. Kempi, who we got coming up? Yes, 
Well, we got Barry McDermott coming up. I played with Bears over in Leeds, and uh, yeah, he's a fantastic Great Britain player. If you ever get a chance to get onto YouTube, get on in YouTube, Barry McDermott, Wigan, Leeds, Great Britain, great, and you'll see some footage which you'll just go, wow. He was a crazy man on the football field, and Paul Surinan, the great Balmain in Australia's second row, knows that only too well. But I had him this morning. It's 8.08 on SENZ for breakfast. Here's me catching up with Barry McDermott this morning. SENZ. Coming to a close, and what a tournament it's been. It may not be quite what we thought it was as far as the finals go, but it's been a great one, and Samoa take on Australia this weekend. On top of that, though, the league world is getting right behind Kevin Sinfield, who is close to completing seven ultra marathons. What a legend. In seven days to raise, raise funds for motor neuron disease charities and, of course, his good mate. Uh, supporting him, Rod Burrow. Barry McDermott is a former player and league analyst up there in the UK, and he's with us now to talk about Kevin and the build-up to the finals. Morning, Baz. How's things, mate? Hey, Kempi. Good to speak to you, brother. Yeah, um, looking out onto a wet, windy, miserable day in the UK. I would say that um, if I was talking to somebody from Australia, you, I would say you don't know how miserable it's, it is, but... <laughs> Kiwis, you fellas know what rain is, don't you? <laughs> mate, and just so you know, Bez, it came down in bucket loads last night down here, mate. So it's pretty much the same down here. It's just not as cold. And uh, we both know what that's like, having run around the field together on many occasions. Mate, just to start off with, how have you enjoyed the World Cup so far? Oh, mate, I've loved it. I think there's been some really good stories. I think Greece and particularly Lebanon. Of course, I played for Ireland um, several times, 13, 14 times, and loved every minute of it. I think the home nations haven't done as well as they would have expected. I think uh, Ireland expected or hoped they'd come out of the group stages. And, of course, England fell down. They, they saved their worst game until last week. They were steadily getting to a place where everybody started to gain that belief and faith that they might go on and not only get to the final, but beat Australia. But... My word, um, Samoa and Tonga, for me, that was the game of the tournament so far. But, you know, they've done really well, particularly Samoa, of course. Mate, we've, we're seeing that um, they've got these tiered situations down here they talk about all the time, tier one, tier two. But having Samoa and Tonga stepped up to the plate, uh, along with Fiji, New Zealand, no New Zealand in the final, no England in the final. What do you think? Uh, the international football would look like in the future, given the fact that uh, Samoa play Australia, which no one really picked? Yeah, I mean, it just shows the reward of going with heritage countries. Of course, my I'm born in, in England, but my, my family and my heritage is with Ireland, and I love playing with Ireland. I didn't do it with any sort of view for the future or view to the to the success of, of Ireland. I just wanted to do it because I thought my family would be proud if, if I wore the green of Ireland. And, and I think pride and passion and and, and real sort of um, looking at what they can do for the growth of the game in those particular countries and, and Samoa and Tonga, it, I think it's just been wonderful. A good mate of ours, Kempe, uh, Willie Porchin, his dad, Eddie, who I met on a couple of occasions, you know, the 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 the, the embryos of Samoan Rugby League started, or Western Samoa, as it was back then. I'm even old enough to remember that. Mm. But, it, you know, the work that they're putting has bore fruit now. And I, I don't look at it as a negative that England aren't there. There will be 
a lot of people, uh, and as rugby league fans, we're always there for the underdog, aren't we? There'll be a lot of people that will want some more to to, to give it and take it to the Aussies. And uh, I think they've got a great chance. They've got some tremendous players. And, and like you said, Kempi, if, if the rules of, of, of the two tiers would have been just one country and that's it, you can't play Origin, because that's what muddies the waters for players like... You know, Papaliti and 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 the players of that standard, um, Jerome Luai, who have to make a decision: do I do I play Origin or do I play for some more? Because those mm. are the two. And that you know, the, there's been a loophole there, and I th- I don't think we should be ashamed of making it as rich and colourful and you know varied as we can. Yeah, t- look, I totally agree with you, Bez. I think it's been fantastic. Um, for the tournament, getting some iron there. It, it's blue down here at the at the moment. You, you mentioned a couple of really good names. I knew Willie's father as well, and of course Willie Poaching was a great ambassador up there uh, for the Samoans um, with his playing career and coaching career. Mate, talking about um, players and coaching careers, you've got a, a very good mate at the moment running around UK doing seven ultra marathons um, in. Kevin Sinfield, who's a great guy. We've had him on our show on more than just an athlete. Um, just take, take us through that. How's Kev going, mate? Is he? Uh, I see that he's been hanging out with Will Greenwood there too uh, on the socials. Yeah, what he's what he's trying to do is just gather that momentum the closer he's getting towards Manchester. He started up in Scotland, and Doddy Weir is an iconic rugby union player. And much like my little mate Rob Burrow, it, it's tragic what's happened to, to him and, and Carl Webb, of course, in Australia. It's tragic what happens to these athletes. Uh, and all we can do as teammates is get behind them. But in Kevin's um, particular case here, what he's done, he's, he started off with seven marathons in seven days when we were in lockdown. Um, I, I, I was at a bike at the side of him in, on, on that one. He did 101 miles, the extra mile they tagged it as. Uh, and I managed to do 10K with him there. But Kempi, listen, you've <laughs> run around with me. You know I'm not going anywhere near an ultra marathon. <laughs> but all I can do is stand back supporting. We have a we have an ex players WhatsApp group. Um I should get your number actually, Kempi, and get you on it. But we have an ex players WhatsApp group and all we've done is keep pushing it, keep encouraging it. And of course, see the little man himself, because mm. you know, these things are the future of of MND and the research that needs to be done and the help and support, but our little mate needs his mates around him. We get and try and see him as much as we can. I know Kev is is is, is better at that than than any of us, mate. It's it's also Barry. Look, you need to take a um, take a bit of a pat on the back too. I've been watching it and staying closely um, next to what you boys have been doing up there, which is fantastic supporting our ex teammate, mate. Just get, what about some of the other stuff? that you've done in a long raising money. I know Kev's doing the ultra marathons, which is fantastic, but there's been a lot of other things that other players have been doing. Just give us some of the, some of the efforts that people are putting in up there. Yeah. Well, not everybody can run. Not everybody can do some of those physical challenges. I'm, I'm quite lucky. Um, my, my body, although my shoulders are falling to bits, I'm, I've still got the drive and the motivation to do stuff and get involved when I can. But, um, just just quickly, Rob Burrow's um, wife, Lindsay, who's, who's absolutely amazing, by the way, she rang me up about 12 months ago and said, oh, what are you doing at the end of January? This is 2022. And I said, oh, not much, like an idiot, instead of <laughs> clarifying what I'm putting myself forward for. And they did a Strictly event with people from all over the sort of celebrity world over in the UK. And I only bloody went and won that. 
you, who would have thought I would have had any kind of dance moves on that? But there's there's little things going along. I've been involved with a racehorse. Uh, it's a racing club where you pay subscription that goes to the upkeep and obviously all the profits go towards motor neuron disease and particularly not just the motor neuron disease association which is the wraparound the umbrella charity that looks every, after everybody with this awful disease the rob burrow m and d center which will be built it'll be a purpose built facility in leeds uh, and that's the big goal and target so beep beep burrow um, is, is about to make his debut <laughs> and what a name probably four Weeks. Yeah, great. He chose that, Rob, actually. The last one was called Burrow 7. He chose that one. We've had to um, retire Burrow 7. He's gone into a, a different role. He, he's he's one of those horses now that people with different challenges and, you know, people who want to sort of get close to horses, groom them, stroke them. And it's it's a, a thing that's that's about about health, mental health and, and social interaction with, with, with those horses. That's what Burrow 7 is doing now. But Beat Beat Burrow, the new prospect, is about six weeks off, off uh, his first race. Oh, well, we have plenty of punters down here, Baz, that uh, like to keep a tab on everything. I'm pretty sure everyone's um, too would be liking to hear that uh, how well that horses go. Is there a website, Baz, that our uh, listeners can go to if they want to support Rob Burrow, uh, especially our mate uh, Kevin Sinfield doing these seven ultra marathons? There is lots of things going on. I'll tell you, the good racing court is where you can sort of see all the details from for Beat Beat Burrow. And I think if anybody's interested in contributing or supporting on whatever level, whether it's a, a message of support or, or it's giving a couple of quid or a couple of dollars over, um, you, you just put Rob's name or Kevin's name into, into your search engine because literally they are both everywhere at the minute. Um, Rob is such a brave human being, such an inspirational guy. He's not hes not sort of gone into the shadows. He's, he's virtually... You know, in in the conversations each and every day with what he's doing, he's he's presented the shirts to the England women team before they played in that New Zealand semi final, um, and uh, yeah, he's just there or thereabouts. So I would say, you you put it in your search engine and you see what floats your boat. Nice, Bez. Hey, Bez, thanks a lot for joining Kempi and Izzy on breakfast this morning. Uh, mate, we'll support that as much as we can. You've done a wonderful job getting behind Rob. Uh, give Kev all of all of our best wishes. He's a champion, mate, for running that, that many marathons over, over the period to help his mate out. Um, but before we let you go, mate, just uh, one last, one last, I guess, tip from you, Bez. Who wins the final, Aussie or Samar? Kempi, I've got to go somewhere, Anna. Who wants us to <laughs> It's only Aussie that want Australia to win. It's Samoa all the way. I'll tell you what, dude, this is all our listeners. If you want to um, watch some hard old rugby league footage, tap in Barry McDermott. Played for Wigan, played for Leeds, obviously represented Great Britain. He's now a Sky Sport analyst and a massive supporter of motor neuron disease, along with Kevin Sinfield helping out our old mate Rob Burrow. Baz, thanks a lot for joining us on Breakfast with Izzy and Kimmy this morning. We'll catch up with you soon, mate. Thanks, guys. See you soon, Kempe. S-E-N-Z. There, there he is. Uh-huh. Is he? Baz. Kempe. He's a legend. He is Did you run it straight legend. at him? Not at all. Did you run it at him? You know the worst thing about him? He's only got one <laughs> eye. He's only got one eye, and he, ta- <laughs> he takes his glass eye out and stands in the scrum. Yeah. And I remember going yeah. into the scrum. I was playing 5-8, and the halfback got, got put in a sin bin, and I had to go and play <laughs> halfback and feed the ball in the scrum. And Baz was in the scrum in the front row, and he looked at me. Mate, I just about dropped the football. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> one eye. One oh eye. boy, I want to shit myself. Mate, he played for Great Britain. He's, he's at the top of his game. He's now a Sky sport, Sports analyst. Um, you you put a pad over your eye and get people to run at you mm. and run with you and try and throw you the football and catch it. You know what I mean? And he was, wow. seriously, he's one of the toughest blokes I've played with. He didn't care who you were. If he didn't like you, you were in big trouble. Everything went out the window. If he didn't like you, he, he didn't like a bloke. His name was Stuart Fielden. He didn't like yeah. him. You know, they're good mates off the football field, but on the football field, mate, the running battles that he had with Stuart Fielden, they're legendary up in the oh. UK. He's such a good bloke. Mate, he didn't like Paul Serenin? He, he didn't like Aussies. <laughs> he didn't like Aussies. You check that footage out with him and Paul Serenin. Paul Serenin is six foot six. Baz is five foot ten. And Baz got him in the jaw with an elbow, just out oh. the out the back door, mate, back then, what he what he could get away with. He was lethal. So good. So good. Great catch up with uh, one of your old uh, enemies over there in the UK, but an absolute great man. Barry McDermott. Talking all things rugby league, and he's back in Samoa. Anyone but Australia. And well, if you go watch that footage, you can get an understanding why he hated Aussie. How good. Thanks for that one, there, Kimpy. Thanks for carrying us through that and giving us a little inkling of what's going on over there. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back and catch up with Pip Morris. Pip Morris is coming up. You're listening to Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Back in the pool house. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know what that is. It's Friday, and if anyone's up and excited, it's Pip Morris. She's getting ready for a deep, big day on the golf course. Pippa, how are you doing? I'm winning, lads. I'm very good. I'm happy the rain stopped as well before I do get out to that golf. I'm awake now. I can tell you with that in grip. <laughs> You're after about. Talk to us. You you a bit of a golfer? You play a bit? No, I, I'll be hitting more grass than balls. I can tell you that. Is I'm left-handed too, yeah. so it's a mistake. Oh, you're not one of those ones. I don't even know if they make left-handed golf clubs these days. You got a set? I've got an old pair from a second-hand store. Oh, awesome. Well, good luck today. Hopefully the weather gods play their part. It's time for our TAB Live Update. Be live in your favourite sports with the TAB app today. What do we got, Pip? Well, we've got a huge day at County tomorrow, and we've got the bonus back, blitz back. So we've got across the four first races there at Pukekohe, Awapuni, Ballarat, and Kimbla Grange. Not too much happening in the markets. I think, obviously, just waiting to see what this track's playing with. As far as around the favourites, had a couple back in Dragon Leap, but it's gone a bit cold now with the rain. On the sports side of things, whilst there's plenty happening, 55% of money on the All Blacks match result at $1.70 is the way the bet's playing there. Biggest match result is 1000 on the All Blacks at $1.70 currently. Also, a $1,000 bet on England match result at two twenty in their game. And one point five k put on Scotland in the match result at one sixty. Another K on Australia, points start 12.5 at 190. I can tell you in the Rugby League World Final, Samoa was still dominating the head-to-head market with 88% of the bets at $6.50. 
In Samoa 1 to 12, the popular winning margin at 7.50. There's another 5K put on them at 6.50, another 4K uh, as well put on them there. And Australia, 4K put on them head to head at 110 in the women's match. But there has been 3,000 put on a multi. New Zealand women, 15 and a half to cover that point start, and Samoa, 17 and a half, combined odds at 349. Yeah, that, uh, that, and that last one, Pip's not a bad bet. That's a good bet. Um, you're all over some, aren't you, with the Penrith boys in there? Yeah, I want them to get up, to be honest. I like an underdog, so it'd be great to see them get up there and roll and Yeah, there's five of them in there that are playing great, so definitely can be. Oh, good luck, Samoa. We, we had a little uh, message earlier on. I think this would be a great power play. Samoa to win the World Cup, the Warriors to win the Premiership. What would that pay? Got any nice odds for us there? <laughs> what does that say? I don't want to say it. I don't want to say what I would put that out as. But we'll um, uh, two thousand and one. Yeah, you can take a couple of dollars on it, and you can ride that one home without that price. Oh man, that'll be a hell of a power play. Oh, maybe I hope they get up. I hope they get up some or that. What a story that would be! It'll unite a country and watch out, Pukekohe, because that place will erupt. Oh, I tell you, there's flags all everywhere already down the neighbourhood. So, yes, definitely. I think we'll all be awake at 5 o'clock in the morning, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, beautiful, Pip. Anything else before we let you go? No, that's about it, Izzy. Just make sure you're tuning into all the action over the weekend, sports-wise, and, of course, here in Alpine. Oh, I can say ladies' man, best back at Alpine as well with that rain coming for Alan Sherrick. Uh, very, very popular. Kimpy, where's the gravy, mate? Pip's given us a gravy, and out of the shakes, your rocks, your, your brother, and you're giving us nothing. Thank you so much, Pip. You have a good day, and swing swing slowly. I'll swing slowly. I will. My eye on the ball. We'll do. <laughs> Keep your eye on the ball. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Uh, that was Pip Morris. Bet live on your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. Please gamble responsibly. R18. Uh, Paulie, take a month off, mate. <laughs> Morris, outstanding, <laughs> very good. She is. She's very. She's very good. And she's. Uh, you know. She's got some good tips too. Um, very good on the dogs, obviously. But mate, I didn't want to. I didn't really want to tip out, ladies, man. Um, like it was. Why? Well, yeah. You can't give. You know. You choose one or one or two. You don't. You know. He's got. My, I would follow Alan anyway. He's got um, three very good runners. An ideal ladies' man, and of course, um, in the prelude, he's got the the uh, top Bills. top weight um, Darcy Labella. Darcy Labella. So um, wait for age. Sorry. So yeah, man, you 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 multi those three. I think you're in anyway. Oh, beautiful! I'm going to do that, Kimby. Oh, the Sheikh Sharok. It's his day. Imagine that call when he crossed in the winning line. How good! Anyway, we should off. We'll come back and. Uh, Get a Love Racing NZ update and a Choices Floor and Poll results too. We need to do that as well. Uh, here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand.
All right, all right. It's going to keep me for breakfast. Sorry, boys. I, was, I almost just tapped out there. I, it's Friday. I'm tired. But love racing update for you. Oh, I've got a, I've got a perler of a, of a bet. Uh, <laughs> no, it's pretty terrible. The Grand Tour Racing Festival is coming to you. If you're in Auckland this weekend, head down to Pukekohe. It's on there. Have some drinks. Have some fun. And if you want a good tip, well, block your ears. Get that fertilizer ready. It's Joey's Dirt. Yeah, Joey's Dirt. I uh, I meant to actually ask Mick for his picks yesterday at the sales. I was over there and he was running around like a madman. Um, but I forgot to, so instead I'm picking Hacksaw Ridge at New Plymouth Race 4. <laughs> Look, it, it does well on the heavy. Everything's changed now because it's, it's a heavy track. No one was expecting it, you know? Uh, why do I like Hacksaw Ridge? Well, because um, Hacksaw Ridge is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, a great Mel Gibson, Andrew Garfield movie. Great, great team up. I love Andrew Garfield, my favorite actor. Um, but no, but more specifically because of the horse, of course, because I know my racing. Uh, look, one, one on the TV on, in Trentham, you know, only about like five months ago so good form um yeah boys that's that's my best that i can give to you so apologies you guys got any tips oh that's a no, tough no, race apologize louis you just gotta i mean joe you gotta say it with confidence yeah say right. it with confidence. So, so, this is gonna win Axel ridge uh is gonna win it's it's drawing a good barrier barrier number four ashvin mudhu is on top and uh it's Obviously, last rate we can't race. We can't back that because it just didn't get out and didn't perform the way it wanted to. It's a good horse, and it will come out and win. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Is he honestly? Louis doesn't really know what he's talking. No, I mean he does know what he's talking about. Say it with confidence, but he says it with confidence, and so will I. I will give you money. No, I won't. I can't guarantee anything because it's illegal. But very good chance it'll win. Um, Anyways, choices. Florian poll results, boys. Oh yeah, and uh, um, again, go go down to Pukekohe if you can for um, the Grand Tour Racing Festival. Eat, drink, and get racy. Run up your crew and book now at thegrandtour.nz. Choice is Florian Pole time. Today we asked you what athletes with Samoan heritage would you least like to run at? The options were Mark Hunt, Kevin Mialamu, RTS, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But of course, boys, Ruben Wiki won easily 50% of the vote. <laughs> He frightens me, doesn't he frighten you? Hey, boys, um, we'll do this actually just before the tip of but we have to do Movember as well, I realise. Um, how, how did it go yesterday, Kempi? Oh, sorry. No, as it was you. No, you no, I'm in the Lennox. pool. Yes. I'm in the pool straight after this, and it's pouring down with rain. It's going to be horrible, but hey, got to be done it, man of my words. So go do it straight after this, lads. Do 33 lengths. Oh, jeez. That's, oh, that's going to be horrible. You don't need to worry about the breakfast anyway, crew, crew joke. You don't need to worry about the breakfast crew, yeah. crew the Breakfast crew is smashing it. The running, Beaver sli- um, skip. The running home, mate. I haven't seen anything from Beaver. I think I think Beaver's buried himself in his Beaver hole. Um, he ain't do, he ain't getting out there and doing a hell of a lot of the stuff that's meant to be coming on social. So um, I think we wrap that one up again this week, Joe, with um, with Movember, and uh, we'll be coming back on Monday morning, listening to what Kirsty's got up for us, and just to let you know that. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the last week. I think uh, I think the best breakfast crew through Movember, Izzy, take this one hands down. I was expecting oh, more mate. from the run home. I was you expecting more of a challenge. You've got to laugh. 
You've got to laugh because that is horrible weather out there and I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. But, um, <laughs> Come on. Got to be done. Got to be done and, and that's why we do this because it's bigger than ourselves. Put ourselves out there as people struggling and this is uh, awareness that uh, we need to talk more about, particularly with men's health. So, nah, good work, Uncle. Great work. And I'll tell you what, Joe and uh, Neeps, the only way that they catch us running, running it, uh, on the run home today is if they do every one of the cards. <laughs> Okay, every one of the cards, because that's how far behind they are. So this was a marathon. We're finishing. They're just starting. Wow. Well, if you need a new host, mate, you'd, you'd kill them. <laughs> you know it, Joe. See how you say it with awesome, confidence? Awesome, awesome. You got it? That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You boys are Accents the mans. <laughs> the mans. The mans. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Stop uh, it. <laughs> oh, love it, love it. Hey, there's a couple of messages we'll get through. Quickly there, Kempi, before we get off to the Friday tipple, because it's been an awesome week. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, one here from my dad. You need to thank your brothers for hardening you up. Lol, from dad. Dad, you got your funny pants on. You did right. I need to thank my brothers. They tuned me up. Oh, I got the biggest hidings, and I got beaten 100-0 my whole life. And when you go play BYC, my brother would bat all day, and I'll be bowling like 100 overs straight all day. So, hey, yeah. You gotta have brothers in your lives that teach you a wee lesson. So when you get to the big time, nothing That's can a no scare mercy you. That's a no mercy rule. Oh man, I got tuned up. It's giving me nightmares already. Here's one from Patty regarding the ABs. Morning, boys. Just a point on Caleb Clark. I think he's five years too late for his body type on the wing. Look at the best four to five wingers in the world now. They are small, agile, nimble, rapid, and strong. Cheslin Colby, Graham, Marpimpy, Reese, Lowe. Sorry, Caleb, you're not quite up to it anymore. That is from Paddy. So he's regarding the big man on the wing, the Lomus, the Saviers. Is there no place for them in the game now, Kempi? The Foxes in rugby league, I think the same thing's happening in rugby league. I think the smaller, more nimble speedsters in the way that the game is being played. Yeah, look, I think Paddy's got, I think Paddy's got a... Uh, I got a, a point. The only thing with a big guy is like, you know, you get a big guy like Jonah Loma that can run as fast as a small, nimble guy. Mate, I'd much yeah. rather have a big, fast guy than a small, fast guy. Yeah. Any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of our wingers these days, because you think of those moments where they've got to, you know, beat two or three defenders to put the ball down. If you're small, you get bundled out. But some like, people like Ches and Colby, man, he is powerful for a little fella. And uh, I didn't get to face him. But, man, I would have absolutely shit myself because he is quick and he has got feet. And here's another one from Jared. Pretty uh, pretty honest um, point here from Jared. He's a Cantab through and through. Promise this by saying I'm from Christchurch. So, for me, I feel no one deserves to start the biggest test match of the year than Samasoni Tokiaho. I understand Cody is playing well and extreme experience, so have no qualms about him. They want Tokiaho's impact. Well, he's impact off the highest level every minute he's out on the field. And I'd rather have him out there for 60 minutes rather than 20 minutes. Saying that, though, I'm picking they want him to be a closer. Smashing through tired defenders. Fair enough. Jared. There he is. Jared. Pretty honest uh, point there from Jared. Rather have Tokiaho out there for 60 minutes. We know he's what he can present and um, uh, how good is the hooking ranks at the moment. Then quick one here from Lee before we shoot off. Hey, boys, I've been tackled by Ruben and Mark Hunt back when Ruben was playing first five for Otahuhu prior to going to Canberra and Mark Hunt when he played for Mangere East. And I can tell you now, Ruben, with his forearm and Mark with his aggression, wish I was a winger, not a loose forward. Lol, <laughs> cheers, Lee. <laughs> so Lee's felt the wrath of Mark Hunt and Ruben Wickey. Oh, man. 
That gives me nightmares, Kimpy. You know, Absolutely nightmares. Because you know Mark Hunt was a good league player too. <laughs> yeah. You know, played out, out south here. Um, yeah, mate. There's a – like, you think of those days, mate, when, when Ruben was playing, you also had Johnny Lomax and, and Quentin Pongia running around, the three Canberra yeah. boys. The whole three of them could hit, mate. And when he played against Australia, he used to just look across the field and go, yeah, you run into those three, you're going to get a hiding today. And they used to say it before the game. Like, Quentin and Johnny used to just, mate, get into everyone. Like, we're going to get out there and absolutely rip and tear, you know. So um, uh, today, that man, Wiki, mate, you'd run it yeah. straight with a side step. Yeah, step him in the last minute. That was my go-to. Never, ever ran it straight in my time, I'll tell you that. Anyway, we're going to shoot off. We're going to have our Friday tipple, react to the big week we've had. Back soon. Yes, welcome back. Coming up to the end of our show, and Smithy will carry you through the next couple of hours. No doubt he'll have a big show, but Kempi, Movember, what do we got? Movember shuffled the cards, and for Curse today, she she drew a king. I took a photo of it, so she goes, you know what, they think it's a rigged day. So I drew a king. Joe, can you see that? See the king there? Yep, there it is. And I what she's got to do, she's got to do three sets of 13 burpees. Oh, three sets of 13 burpees. That's right. Cause 39 that's a, burpees. That's a there 13, you go. And I've drawn the number two. Let me have a look at that. And the number two is, oh, yeah, here we go again, 8, 8K walk. 8K walk. Oh, you eat that up, mate. You did that on Sunday after a big day at the races. You probably walked 16K. You ended up in Kaipo. I was like, what are you doing there? <laughs> mate. I got lost. <laughs> you love it. Honest, no, no, oh, nice. Did get you? I'll get you out did get no, lost, no, eh? I didn't get lost. I just thought I'd get out and have a look around in the lovely countryside out there in Ohoka and end up in Kaipoi. Um Yeah, nice spot. Love it. Love it out there, Izzy. Be- great, be- great place. Beautiful, mate. You'll eat that up, and I'll go eat up my 33 lengths straight after this, and I'll video it all. How good. Anyway, it's time for this Friday tipple. Uh, well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Ooh. Yes. Here we go. Let's rip into it. Won't be champagne for Uncle, it'll be sparkling water. But we caught up with Ty- Courtney Tyree, joined us on Monday to review UFC 281 featuring our city kickboxing team. She gave us a reaction to the Black Jag, Carlos Olberg's spectacular first round knockout. You know, it was like a New Zealand takeover <laughs> of Madison Square Garden. Everyone erupted. Like, we were just hoping Carlos would win, but we didn't think it would happen like that, like in the first round. How oh, good. Yes, what a knockout. How good. How good. That's right. And we also caught up with our old mate, Ferretti Tuolagi. Could play too. Hardest man to tackle when I was up there. Who's up there with the Saman team in the UK. He talked about what he's doing with the team and what's so important to bring the players' Saman culture into their World Cup campaign. Probably 90% of the, of the squad. The boys were born and bred in, uh, either in Australia or New Zealand. They, you know, they hardly, hardly anyone been to Samoa. And my role is trying to connect them with our culture. And uh, their club is their bread and butter. And Samoa playing for their country. Yeah, he's the man. Oh, 
is the man. <laughs> so good. I, I saw a comment from him on Facebook too. It was so funny. How good. Stephen Alcor. Stephen Alka joined the show on, on Wednesday after a wicked 2022 season. It's been an emotional few years in the making for Steve and his whanau. He reflects on his incredible season. You just kind of look back and you think, well, the struggles just kind of uh, made you stronger, you know, all character building stuff. Mm. Just glad I persevered and just glad to, to get on top because I, I held the lead for so long and you kind of get to the week and it's, you, you're just grinding it out. Yeah, and that off the back the oh. fence today was for his wife and his kids that have supported him through those hard times since 2011. Is how good Alka, the champ, top Australian, also joined us. The bloke, the man, the honey badger, Nick. Cummins dialed into the show yesterday to chat about the Black Clash. How good is he? That's going to be great. He's fired up to play some cricket in the Kiwi Summit. He's explained what his performance might look like in true Badger fashion. Well, if I'm out in the outfield, I'll be buddy running around like a dog with two wangers, uh, <laughs> trying to get as much done as I can, take the weight off the boys. Um, but mate, look, I think it's it's about putting the shaz back in Shazam and um, and getting the getting the stick out and, and placing it where it should be. <laughs> He's oh. only asked for one. He gave us three. He is the oh, best. One of the, one of the personalities going around. And, of course, our tip of the week has to go out to our wonderful wahine tour, the Black Ferns. We chatted to Renee Holmes and Stacey Flula and heard their reactions to winning the Rugby World Cup. The amount of people that are just saying, generally saying thank you for like bringing their love back for rugby, for bringing the excitement for them back. Oh, it's so crazy that we've done that. We did that. Like. <laughs> So many people, new supporters, new fans, people who have never watched rugby before, now know who the Black Ferns are. And how epic is that to see that? They want to be like us in the future. Um, the opportunity is, is so amazing. And I'm just glad. And I know the girls are pr- um, proud to be a part of this legacy of Shini. Oh, so good. We are so proud of you, Black Ferns. The Wahine Tour. Hopefully our Kiwi fans can do the same. Can celebrate in the sh- with the champagne on top. They deserve everything, and I hope the Kiwi Ferns can continue it on. How good. That was our week. We had some great guests. Honey Badger, the Black Ferns, Renee Holmes, Stacey Fluther, Stephen Alka, Fariti Toilangi, and Courtney Tidy. We'll be back soon to wrap up the show and hear from Ian Smith. Got to get quickly over to the Hawks Bay. It's probably sunny there, probably the only sunny spot in NZ. Ian Smith, how you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, is he overcast? I think it's fair to say, but uh, pretty nice sort of day, nice temperature. Uh, show was busy for you guys this morning. We've got a busy one coming up for the next three hours as well, including talking to Nisbo, uh, Nicholas uh, Lamprin nice. out of uh, uh, the ASP Tennis Classic, of course. Some great news there during the week on uh, signings. Jesse Gower from New Zealand Bloodstock, uh, Dave Fahey, nice. uh, renowned uh, Greyhound trainer, uh, and uh, Mickey Guerin, of course, as well. So uh, we have uh, a busy show, and Betsy Hassett. Uh, one of our magnificent women's footballers uh, on the eve of the Wellington Women's Phoenix kicking off. Beautiful, mate. Well, you have a great day and a good weekend to boot as well, mate. Yeah, we've had a busy show and a busy week. Uh, We're looking forward to the weekend. If everyone out there, you take care. We'll be back Monday morning to react to all things sport. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.